Hi, everybody. I'm Gloria Moraga. I'm a political woman, and I vote. Please vote. We really, really, really need to all be involved. Someone predicted that if we don't get involved, we might not have another free election. Because the, the fascists want to... I mean, they're doing it now. They're doing things to, to stop vote counts. This is hearing number eight. Remember that game show where they give you the answer and then you have to say what is? Okay, so the answer is nothing. Zero. Zip. Nada. The question? What did Donald Trump do during the attack on the Capitol? The January 6th committee documented, in hearing number eight, we saw all this documentation, that Trump did nothing. This hearing was held on Thursday, July 21st. It was the last one, and we're waiting for the next one, but it's been postponed because of the horrific hurricane that hit Florida. It's just devastating what happened. This thing just dumped so much water, so much rain, it's just flooding. It's... So I did this TikTok, and I say, guess who called whom? Joe Biden talked to DeSantis. Even though DeSantis has been nothing but a thorn in Joe Biden's side. And I said, thank God we have a president who's an adult. Because when California was burning with our wildfires, Trump refused to help us. He didn't call our governor. He didn't offer to help. And we were in big trouble. Trump made some crack like, well, they shouldn't have trees that can burn down near houses. Some ridiculous thing. So Biden, immediately before the hurricane hit, offered federal assistance. And someone said, well, that's his job. It's, yeah, it is, but it's something Trump never did. Well, you know, Ron DeSantis has been kind of a big, I don't know, loser. I mean, I don't even know what to call him because I think what he did to the immigrants was just cruel, unbelievably cruel, mean, and I think pretty illegal because he was transporting immigrants who were trying to come here legally because they're seeking asylum. He transported them from Texas to Massachusetts. And he's the governor of Florida. What right does he have to be involved and do this? Just every day something happens and it's just unbelievable. To get back to the hearing, when I talk about being unable to believe things, this, this was one of those hearings because they juxtaposed what was happening at the Capitol and then had testimony about what Trump did, that he didn't do anything. 
And you'd think you're president of the United States. I mean, he was lame duck. He was outgoing. But still, you're our leader. There's an attack on the Capitol, and you see that people are being killed, and you see officers being hurt, and, you know, you say you're pro-law enforcement, but yet you release this mob and then you don't do anything to stop it or send in help. Yeah, it it's just, this was unbelievable to me. So, back to my script. The committee documented that Trump sat around in the small White House dining room, which is located right next to the Oval Office, and not far from where he could have gone to send out a message to the world, right near the, the room where they have the camera set up. For 187 minutes, and he sat there alone and watched TV. Now, there's a, an official photographer that follows him around everywhere. Woo, what a job that would have been. And that photographer was told no pictures while he was in that dining room and while he was watching the riot. So here's a basic timeline for you. At 1.10, Trump ended his speech at the Ellipse. 124. He's comfortably tucked away by the Secret Service in that small White House dining room right next to the Oval Office. From 125 to 4, according to White House records subpoenaed by congressional investigators, he was alone watching TV. The records don't say this, but I will. Like a big fat loser that he is, he's in there alone. At 1.39, he calls Rudy Giuliani. And, he, you know, Rudy Giuliani used to be somebody, but now he's just that crooked lawyer that worked with Trump. That call lasted four minutes. Now, the reason we know this is because the Congress subpoenaed Giuliani's phone records. And so that's how we know about these calls. Now, while Trump's just getting comfortable and calling Rudy Giuliani in the dining room, probably eating a Big Mac, very early in the riot, on the Capitol steps, the first of two women died. She was trampled to death. So they're all rushing and going up. I don't know if you've ever been in a crowd. I have. And it's just awful because you can't control anything. You almost just have to stay with the crowd. Move with the crowd. Move with the crowd. Otherwise, you, you will fall and you will be trampled. She was trampled to death. And her husband or somebody that loved her was there and trying to get the rioters to, to stop, and, and they just they trampled her to death. That's the mob that Trump unleashed. <laughs>
Trump's watching TV. He's watching the non-news news station that's a disgrace. It's a disgrace to journalism. Shortly after 2 p.m., Vice President Pence leaves the Senate chamber. And right at this time, it is being surrounded by the rioters. And for the first time, we see a video of Pence and his Secret Service detail leaving the Senate chamber. And it's horribly dramatic because they don't know which way to go. They don't know which way is safe. They're standing at the top of the stairs. You've got to, you've got to watch it. I'll, I'll, um, I'll link to this, the whole video, the whole video of the hearing on my website, GloriaMoraga.com. So we hadn't seen it before. Yeah, they don't know which way to go. Finally, they pick, picked, a, picked a stairway. Trump does nothing. 2.13, Trump and Giuliani have another phone chat. Two minutes after that call ended, rioters reach the Capitol. They're inside now. They broke through windows. You know that picture, that, that video. Shortly after that first breach inside, the second woman is killed inside the building. She was shot once in the shoulder by an unidentified Capitol Police lieutenant. While she was attempting to crawl through a broken window leading to the speaker's lobby, that lobby is right outside the U.S. House of Representatives chamber. Someone shot that video and it went viral right away. It's just awful. Two women are dead now. Countless others are, are injured. Police have been bludgeoned by flagpoles being used as weapons. Rioters are defecating on the floor, just calling for the death of Pence, the death of Nancy Pelosi. Trump's all safe and sound, watching TV. At 2.24, 11 minutes after rioters breached the Capitol building, according to the committee, Trump tweeted that his vice president didn't have the courage to do what should have been done, this is a quote, to protect our country and our Constitution. That, according to testimony, is when the crowds outside the Capitol and inside the Capitol surged. That's when they overtook police. At 2.26, thank goodness, Pence was evacuated to a loading dock under the Senate Plaza. There are all kinds of tunnels underneath the Capitol, my friends. I've been under there a lot. There's walkways. You can walk all across, you know, underneath, underground, all around, to all the Senate buildings, to all the House buildings, all underground. I mean, they have subway, but you can just walk it, too. So Pence is there in the loading dock, and they have video of that and shots of that and testimony about that. At 2.38, after Trump has discussions with his daughter, Ivanka, he's finally convinced to put out a tweet. And this is just like something, I don't know, to protect himself. 
He says, please support our Capitol Police and law enforcement. It's a quote. They are truly on the side of our country. Stay peaceful. Yeah, right, pal. He knows it's not peaceful. He knows it's too late. Finally, it's 3.58. The president continues to watch the non-news station that's really just like uh, Nazi Germany and Goebbels doing propaganda. So he's watching that cable network. And that cable network reports that the FBI and D.C. National Guard have finally been deployed to the Capitol building. They actually have sound from Pence acting very much like a statesman, very much like our president should have acted, calling for help. And Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer calling for help. And they're not in ever. There's no hesitation from any of them that they're not going to go back into the building and finish their jobs. God, I love them for that. Finally, 417, the White House posts that Trump video on social media telling rioters, I know your pain and hurt. And he says this, and it just really made me sick. We had an election that was stolen from us, and it was a landslide election, and everybody knows it. And then I, well, I'm not going to say the whole thing. I can't. It's too sickening. At the end, he says, go home. We love you. You're very special. What kind of a person is this? Two women are dead. Another, a police officer will die the next day from a heart attack or a stroke caused by this. And we've had a number of officers commit suicide because it was so awful. And lives are ruined. I mean, we've had testimony of the people who took part because he asked them to. Their lives are ruined. They're going to jail. And, you know, and good riddance. I mean, I hope they, they throw the book at them, as my dad used to say. We, we see and they use a lot of video in hearing number eight, a video that we've never seen before. And information that we we haven't heard, like the fact that the Secret Service agents' security detail for the vice president, they thought they were going to be killed. And they were texting to their loved ones or to somebody to tell their loved ones that they loved them. And I mean, the guy that was talking about this couldn't even talk about it. It was so stressful, so awful. So, uh, yeah, all those videos and links and information are on the congressional website, and I'll have that link on my website. I'm going to put it up right after I put this, this podcast up. That's hearing number eight. It was a doozy, and uh, we haven't had another hearing, but we should soon. Today, the wife of the Supreme Court Justice testified before the committee. Jenny Thomas, the wife of Clarence Thomas. And I covered his confirmation hearing. He is a disgrace. He was a disgrace then. He did harass Anita Hill, a young woman. And that all came out. And yet, and, and, and other things. And he's a subpar 
jurist. But they confirmed him. They confirmed him because they're a bunch of cowards. And now he's there. And now not only do does he want to overturn women's right to health care, which is what it is. It's our right to health care. He wants to rethink everything. He wants to think uh, who we can love, you know, gay marriage. I mean, uh, they're talking about just the worst things. But he's a black man married to a white woman, and he, he's not talking about outlawing that. What, what's wrong with people? I just don't know. That's like a madness. Anyway, she testified before the committee. I'm sure she didn't say anything because... She thinks the election was stolen and she worked to get it overturned and to have Trump stay in office. That's hearing number eight. It was a doozy. It was a doozy. And my only hope is that we all vote and that we vote out these Republicans who want to take away all of our rights because I don't want to live in Nazi Germany. I'm old. I don't want to die and be living in Nazi German land here. I've got a daughter. I've got a grandchild, grandgirl, and a grand boy. And I don't want them to be living in this kind of a country. I, I have, my grandchildren are half Latina and half, half Latinos and, and half East Indian. I don't want them to be tortured by this these white supremacists oh boy vote please come on let's all get together we've got to get out the vote i'm going to do a series of videos a series of podcasts on the propositions in california i might just do them all and do one big long podcast or probably individual podcasts, even though, you know, you might not care about the propositions, but it's important because uh, this is, yeah, these are things they do to us. You know, they try to sneak in these little laws when these propositions, people to vote and they don't know what they're voting for. They don't know what they're doing because they're confusing. They write them as confusing as can be. Anyway, I love you all. Please, thank you for being here. Be safe.